Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 51 of The Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into The Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and co-host Tom is un- is not able to join us this week. He's currently, once again, back in the cooler. Joining me today to discuss all things The Great Escape is Tony Kogan of from Coog's Reviews. Welcome, Tony. Uh, thanks for having me on. Ah, it, it feels like I've had you on this before. Guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 51 begins with Hiltz looking at his dirty hands. Goes all the way till we see a group of prisoners contemplating what to do with dirt. So as as we discussed last week, you know, Hiltz and Ives had their new plan of that they're going to burrow out like moles. It's a, it's a, it was a plan that that for sure was going to get them out of the out of the compound and not get caught. It was a surefire method, and unfortunately, they still got caught. So at the tag end of last week's episode on Thursday, on Friday, we discussed him actually them being brought back into the prison and then they're brought into the cooler. So this, this minute actually begins with them being put into their cells already and hilts filled with a lot of dirt, pretty dirty the whole way. Dirt on his hands, his, his forehead, his face, you know, his hair, his shirt. I don't know how he's going to get that washed. Yeah, he looks especially in the cooler. Exactly, and and yeah, it doesn't look like they, it doesn't look like they have showers there. Uh, no, no, no. The the boiler must be out. Maybe 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe just maybe just they throw a bucket of water at him. Maybe. Well, as as we see when he eventually gets out in, in a few weeks from now, you know he is cleaned up. So somehow he found a way to get cleaned up. Maybe it's just peeling the dirt off little by little over the course of of the course of the the weeks that he's in the cooler. I don't know, we'll have to ask Tom about that when he gets out of the cooler. Maybe he has some insight into how one deals with uh, being stuck in the cooler and your dirt and being very dirty. You never know. But what I liked about the fact is is that Steve McQueen, in this short little few seconds that we get to see, he he looks somewhat defeated, but he has hopeful defeat on his on his on his face. You know, he's like, okay, this time it didn't work. We're going to try this again. I'll, I'll think of some exactly. I'll, I'll think of some other way of getting out. This isn't you know you haven't broken me. I think that's one of the the great themes of this entire it's movie. They say they say they say they may have won the battle, but they've not. They've, like my phrase, they've not. They've not lost the war yet. Correct. And and we see that the entire time with you know Hiltz's character. He he's always got something up his sleeve. You know after one particular scheme fails, he's got another one that he's going to try. You know, he's not he's not giving up so easily. It's already the second time that he's in the cooler, but but he's he's okay with it. He's he's a you know, he's a veteran to be in the cooler, especially, you know, we'll see throughout the course of this movie he's going to return to the cooler numerous times, which is why he's known as the Cooler King. But still, as long as long as he's got his baseball, he can he can start thinking of new plans. True, but this time he doesn't have his baseball actually. Uh, I guess I guess in the when he tried the escape, there was no place for him to carry the baseball with him, and because also when he gets out, you don't see him with the baseball. This is this is I think one of the only times that he's in the cooler that he doesn't have his baseball. So you know he's got to find something else to help pass the time throughout the course of his stint in the cooler. Then we get to see the exact contrast. I mean, again, he he looks around the cell. You see his mind racing. Okay, how am I going to get out this time? What's my next plan? And then he gives like a big humph. And then to, they show us the contrast. They show Ives, who also, he's a tunnel man. You know, he's also said that, that he's, uh, you know, gotten out uh, many times uh, tunneling. You know, he's been caught numerous times. I don't remember the exact amount of times that, that, that he has been caught. 
because they do mention it at some point. They, they even mention the fact that he tried jumping off the truck on the way in, you know, that type of thing. You see that he's broken. There, and, and Angus uh, Lenny does a great job of, of showing that here. You know, he slumps against the yeah, wall, he- and, you know, and you see the, the look of despair on his face that, okay, what am I going to, how am I going to do this? I mean, just the other, the other day we were discussing the fact about whether they should have let him go or not because, you know, he says that he's close to being wire happy, but he's not wire happy. But they still let him go and, you know, he's, he's defeated by, by what he did. He's, there's, there's no question about the way that we can see that, that his character is, is done for. He even looks. Yeah, you can see the the cabin thief is really built up in here, and in this scene, it's you can see it's like it's that despair of him feeling like you can start thinking I'm thinking like I'm never going to get out of here. I'm going to be stuck here here for here for however long I'm going to be stuck here, and you, and and then that feeds into later in, later in the film as how far he as how desperate he gets to try any form of escape. Yeah, exactly. But but it just it, it's great that they show this contrast just between these two guys who 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 formulated a plan together of what they were going to do. And as I discussed last week, the the plan is something that someone really did, you know, in in the real escape. Someone someone tried it. Someone who was in Stalag Luft Three, they did try burrowing out the way that they discussed it. So it it's great knowing that 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 this something this was something that was tried, and here you can see. You know the, the the two characters who are both trying this are reacting in completely different ways to getting caught. You know, one of them is is hopeful and and has a lot of cautious optimism. I'd say yes. Okay, right. Cautious. Well, actually, I wouldn't necessarily call the Hilt cautious. He's a lot of optimism. Whether it's cautious or not is a separate issue. You know, he's 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 willing to do whatever he can to get out. So that that's uh, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily call him cautious. Uh, yeah, Hiltz is one of the only characters in this movie that I would say is not being cautious <laughs> in anything that he does or tries. Then the, you know, we, we get a, a new scene where we see, uh, Ashley Pitt crouching by one of the escape hatches that they've, they've dug through. It, it first, and he's looking at his watch and it just looks very strange. You know, what, what is he doing? You know, you have Roger there also. You know they're they're waiting outside the tunnel. What what are they waiting for? You know it's not as if yeah. if uh, you know someone's about to bring them some news or or come out of the tunnel because right after that we see the next shot of of, of Willie digging. So this isn't you know it isn't an option that they're saying okay we're waiting for someone to come out or we're waiting for some signal or something like that. It, it, could, it could be there. It's like they they wait they they've got a timer on like what they think is like an air supply thing. Uh, they've not sure, they've not got far far enough to have make to have thought the photons have a consistent air, air supply. Maybe maybe that's it. They're just being being cautious to make sure that no one's in the tunnel for for too long. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. That that is an interesting possibility because because of the fact that that uh, Cedric hasn't put in the 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 air ducts yet. So yeah. Okay. That that is very plausible. Great. Thank you, thank you for that insight. That's very possible. And as we see Willie digging, you know, I, I love the fact that the details. You know, we can see the makeshift candles that they've created. In in the the original book, they discussed it that they would melt down margarine and they would use that to, you know, for the candles. 
And it, it looks like that. Yeah, just any, 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 any form of, like, uh, that's pretty much any form of, of fat could, can be used for, for makeshift candles. Yeah. And, and, you know, we see, we see Willie, you know, he's, he's sweating profusely. So it, it, without the air, as you mentioned, it, it, it is quite hot down there. There's no question about that. I mean, in the, in the real escape, they, they all actually were completely naked when they were doing their uh, digging in order to, first of all, keep their clothes from getting dirty, but also it's easier just to, to wash yourself off afterwards. And, and, and avoid heat exhaustion. Yeah, exactly. And then we get to see another prisoner who's helping him out, putting, uh, putting stuff into the bag, which, which I love the way that they, you know, they make these shovels. You know, it's a makeshift shovel that, that looks like a tin can that they've, you know, cut out and they, they've, they've added a handle to it in order to, to use it. As a, it looks like a pretty effective shovel. It, it's somewhere, it, it's somewhere you, it feels like some, like one that would make that they could easily make from the materials they, they had and one that it feels like they did a lot of, that they would have done a lot of trial and error to, to make sure they had a reliable system of making these kinds of shovels. Yeah. That's true. I mean, again, you see all the different things that they're carrying here. They're all makeshift. You know, you have, you have makeshift picks and the shovel. You know, Sedgwick has, has like a measuring tape that he's, you know, I mean, they, the next shot shows us Danny, Willie, and Cedric looking around, you know, and, and, uh, Cedric's carrying a measuring tape that I remember as a kid, my parents used to have one that would fold up. It was like this wooden, wooden, uh, measuring stick that, that would fold up, you know, after each half of, half a meter or whatever it was. Uh, and that's more or less what it looks like he has. I, I love what, what Danny's holding in his hand. Do, do you notice what Danny's holding? I didn't quite notice that, that. Okay, it, it, it looks like a tomahawk. It's like, it's, it's supposed to be a hammer, but it looks like a tomahawk. Uh, you know, so, it, also it looks makeshift. There's no question about that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm guessing it's, it looks like, it sounds like it's one where they'd have to be, judge based on what material they had and, if that's the only size of it, and one where they knew that size could, was effective against the, the the bigger rocks in in the tour, then that's how that's the best system. Yeah, for sure, no question about that. But it, it just shows that the 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 attention to detail that the, in this in this movie, you know, that that they make us believe the the various uh, tools that all of these different characters are, are using over the course of the of the film. You know that it, these are things that are can be plausibly created by 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 these prisoners by using what whatever they like, have. With, with whatever they can whatever they can find whatever they could get in any any forms of like supplies that would be delivered to the camp. Yeah, exactly. At that point, Cedric says, uh, "Well, it's bloody beautiful looking at the the area that they've they've shored out. You know, it, it is a pretty big area. I mean, they're able to get four people in there. We, in this shot, we see three. But we know that there's the guy putting the stuff in the in the bag. So there's there's four of them down there. It, it's a pretty big area. This this uh, you know first way station in their in their whole you know tunnel, and you see all the wood that they're using to shore it up and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah the, the the buttresses and every, all, all things that must make sure that nothing will at this stage will collapse. Right. You know, then they give us a little bit of a panning shot, and then we get to see the rest of. The, this area where the fourth guy is sitting, and I love that that they they show us there are also all these different slicks that they've created in order to hide tools and hold on to tools. You know, they're down there, so they don't have to, you know, just have them thrown around. Give give specific places. You know, Hanny, uh, Danny puts the puts his hammer in one of the slicks, 
Meaning that, okay, the next time I come down, when I need a hammer, I know that this is where it's going to be. Yeah. It's just a good, good tenet of, of any, any form of like, con- of construction work, making sure you know exactly where the tool, where the tools are. So that, especially in this instance, so that if, if they're in a, if they're in a hurry and need, and they need to like just put everything back, everything back quickly, they've just, no, it, oh, it goes there. Uh, there's no need to worry about where to hide it. <laughs> they know exactly where it needs to go. Right, but 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 there is some danger in doing that. Not necessarily in this situation, but but it reminds me of the the, the mini series from 1998, from the Earth to the Moon, which talks about the Apollo space uh, flight. And basically, at one point, you know, the, the Apollo one when it uh, when it when it exploded yeah. and and killed the three astronauts. So they did a a inquiry to try and find out what happened and when they were opening up another one of the capsules they actually found a hammer inside one of the panels meaning someone didn't notice it when they were closing things up and and take it out obviously in this case uh, you know they're not closing up the tunnel so they don't really need to 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 worry about it but it's the whole idea that you put something in a particular place so that you remember where it is but you have to remember later on to take it out yeah so then we move on to the next scene where we see two bags People start spilling dirt out into it. And then we hear a voice saying that uh, this is the dirt from the compound. And then this is from the tunnel. And then we, we get to see that, that uh, we have four different characters sitting at the table looking at the at these two piles of dirt. You have uh, Roger, Mac, Danny, and Willie. And you can clearly see there's a difference between these, these two types of uh, dirt. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're definitely not the same uh, color. And at this point, they're they're trying to figure out what they're going to be doing with them. And then the answer that that Max says is, wherever we put it, they're going to spot it a mile away because of the fact that it's so different. Yeah, you can see it's it's the different it's the different levels of moisture as well. Like well, it, on the surface, you've got like the sun baking it baking down, like drying it out. Also in the in the tunnel, it's wet. It's wetter soil, so it, it is darker and. There's that very clear, obvious contrast in, in color. Yeah, exactly. At this point, uh, Willie suggests he says, well, maybe we can put it under the huts. The dirt is dark there. So it just sounds a little strange for him to say that, you know, that the dirt, dirt is dark there. What, what, what exactly is he trying to say there? Is he, is he trying to say that, that, as you mentioned about the moisture, that under the huts there's more moisture? Um, if that was the case, they should have brought some dirt from there to show the difference there, you know. And then the, the response that that uh, that he gets is it's the first place the first to look. I saw one measuring yesterday, which I mean the book describes this a lot more. The fact that the Germans had specific guards that their job was to go look for dirt in places that there shouldn't be dirt, or and they would, you know, they they knew that the how high the dirt was supposed to be under under the different barracks under the huts, you know, and they would measure them, yeah. and you know that was. When, when they first got into the camp, that was one of the first things that Ashley Pitt does. You know, he jumps under, he looks under the huts to, to look at the, at, at, uh, how high the dirt is piled there. You know, can he use that for dispersal and stuff like that? So, I mean, I, I love this scene for the very fact that, that it, it's, it's giving us a lot more detail about, uh, things that are going on in the camp yeah. as to where they can hide the, the very you know the dirt that they need to get rid of and where they can hide uh, where, where they can and where they can't hide this. yes and that's really what, what i really like about, about the great state is especially in the first of is the discussion of the of the logistics make it like like making sure from, from like this work you need to understand every single level level of what's going on 
you need to know how exactly how the characters are thinking, how they react to everything. And it's really this discussion of logistics and they're thinking, okay, okay, we've got the, these, this, these problems. How are we going to fi- fix them? What's the best way of getting around, around them? And through that, you also get the good character, character bits as they start through the, through the arguments and discussions over what exactly can be, can be done to resolve these issues. No, it's great because it, it lets us into the mindset of these characters to know how everything is being planned and and what what different uh, obstacles they have to try and overcome. Because if they wouldn't have had this scene, we wouldn't have even thought about the fact that they, you know, that that there would be any difference in the dirt, and that they, or even the fact that they have to find places to hide the dirt. You know, this, these aren't normal things. Uh, and we got, well, in some way, when you start when when you start to think about it. It's a, going to be a lot of dirt that they have that they have to get rid of. Right. And, yeah. Well, we could talk more about the amount of dirt tomorrow because that, that's actually brought up. Do you have do you have anything else for the, for this minute? Uh, the, don't think so. I think it's stuff that we'll be discussing in in future minutes. Of, of... Mm-hmm. I mean, another thing I like is the fact that they're they're having this discussion in the library. You know, this is this is the yeah. the library is the room where where they. They uh, have all their their big meetings. You know, they had the big meeting between all the the, the heads of of the X organization in this room. You know, and and again, the detail in the room is great. You know, you see books on the shelf. You see a lot of uh, I guess cartons or containers. Like calendars on the walls. There, there are pictures on the walls. What what you say is on the wall? Like like a makeshift, a makeshift chest of drawers. Exactly. So it's a room filled with tables. There's a lot of extra space here. You have you have uh, closets or cabinets. With different things, book, book, you see, book, see a bookcase. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, if you don't have anything else to say about this minute, would you like to come back tomorrow and continue discussing this, Tony? Uh, yeah. All right. Excellent. Uh, you want to tell people how they can get in touch with you? Okay. So, uh, best way to find stuff that I do is you go on my website. She's cooksreviews.wordpress.com, and I also run the director's chair feature over at the Lamp. All right, excellent. Uh, and while you're doing that, you can go uh, rate, review, and subscribe on uh, any podcatcher they might be using to listen to this show. You can email us at thegreatminute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website's thegreatescapeminute.com. And our Twitter account is greatescapemxm. So until tomorrow, tally-ho! Tally-ho. Tally-ho.